Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of EdgeGuard Podcast, a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Jordan. I'm one of your two co-hosts uh, here, joined as always by my uh, co-host, uh, parentheses and good friend uh, mm. Blake. Well, that's a parenthetical. Now I've been demoted to a parenthetical. Well, no, it was a right? reference to your Twitter bio. Uh, oh yeah, I did change that recently, huh? I think <laughs> I saw that. that I thought it was funny. Yeah. I think so. I think that was recent. I don't know. I never know what to have for my Twitter bio because I'm like, do I actually want this to convey information about me or do I not? And I've opted to not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I got. It. I use it for uh, you know academic networking, so it's different. Yeah, I, I I thank I thank the uh, the Lord every day that uh, nothing about my professional <laughs> life is even remotely dependent on Twitter. Honestly, the most legitimate thing. I do that is directly associated with Twitter is this podcast and you know sure. that's just this is mostly for fun <laughs> so uh yes, true yeah I'm glad the fact that you have to like you know I, I know several people who have to like have a private Twitter or you know because yeah Twitter yeah is I don't part think I'll ever job. get to that point yeah but I do have to sometimes think about like how much you know just <laughs> Marxism memes can I post to this <laughs> See, that's the great thing about my Twitter. I just post whatever the fuck I want. Fun, yeah, fun funny stuff. You know what I mean? It's true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not your, that I, your Twitter is a riot. No, uh, is it? Thank you. It is. Follow um, me on Twitter at Blake underscore Beckett. I think that's right. I don't even know if that is right. I'm not going to check know. it. I'm not going to check it. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, what we'll be talking about today for this episode is uh, a game by the name of Only Cans, Thirst State. Now, you may have heard me wrong there. That was Only Cans, C-A-N-S, uh, not OnlyFans, so don't sue us for uh, copyright. Um, yeah, we're, we can't talk about OnlyFans because my mom listens to this podcast, so keep it, you know, keep it PG. <laughs> well, this game's not PG, but... <laughs> it was pretty PG. I mean, the references are... I feel like, you know, you can have... Uh, you can have, uh, what do you yeah, call that? Yeah, what's the MPAA's uh, opinion on sex groans? Well, I, they, I'm trying to think they, of... Do they bump you up to PG-13 for making sex noises? I don't actually know. I feel like... God, what is the term? I can't even think of... Innuendo. I feel like innuendo, you, you could get a PG. I mean, it depends on the year as well. Like, if it was, if it was 1980, this would be PG, you know? Cause you can, sure, but I feel like I can't think of a PG movie that is making, you know aggressively sexual sounds like the innuendos yeah, are more subtle. I guess the, I guess the sound is probably, yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But little kids don't know what the fuck's going on They're That's you know? true. Okay. But anyway, so in case it's not clear based on the title and the discussion we've just had, uh, only cans Thursday is a game about, uh, sexually interacting with cans. Okay. That's overselling it. It's a game about, um, cans, uh, like cans of soda that are this kind of a dating sim but not really you're kind it's of definitely fl- not a dating sim <laughs> well i mean like you're you're it, it's like you're dating them the first mechanic no no says, you're a, you're a photographer flirt. you're a photographer yeah, it of says flirt that's true you're you're taking you're like uh <laughs> they're modeling the cans are modeling i guess and uh-huh. you're taking pictures of them but you are it does say flirt in the first one and then it mm. ends with them uh you know, climaxing, I assume, the, uh-huh. the equivalent for a can because they pop the tab, uh, spray their contents, contents. everywhere and make uh-huh. a sound of utter satisfaction. So uh, 
Yeah. I think you're doing more than taking pictures of him. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Um, that's, that's gotta be violating some sort of, uh, <laughs> some sort of laws, right? You know? Well, it depends it's kind on, of a, uh, it's kind of like it a, said they've all signed, didn't you see that it said they've all signed consent forms? Consent <laughs> forms. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. But before we get, before we get into it, sorry, <laughs> this is one of those games that it's just so, you know, <laughs> off the rails that you, you, it's hard to like have the normal structure of a podcast episode talking about it. Um, uh-huh. so only cans is a game by Oxy Oxspring on itch. Also well, known that's, as Sean Oxspring on It's uh, by a lot of people. Twitter. I think that's just well, the itch account that they use. Well, but Sean, I don't Sean wanna, Oxspring is I don't want to misrepresent, you know. Is the is credited as programming, game design, and visual effects. 2D art is Sarah Ford. 3D art is Sam Silvers. Original uh, jingle for the song is by uh, Chell Wong. Uh, writing by N. Cannon, Africa Curiel, Nagisa Furugawa, and Zaid Sheikh. And then voice acting by Casey Willite. And then there's some other uh, a bunch uh, voice acting. But voice acting. Um, they are numerous. So uh, check the uh, description of this episode if you want to see the itch page for the full credits. Um, but those are the core credits. Uh, and I, I got to say, uh, this is pretty, uh, pretty fully voiced. <laughs> there are yeah. a lot of unique can voices. There are a lot of uh, in voiced parts. A lot of in it. Maybe the most voice that probably the most voice voice acting of anything we've played. We don't play that a lot of games totally with voice plausible. acting. Yeah, I totally is, buy that. It's kind of funny that that's what this game is because, <laughs> I mean, what this game is from a gameplay perspective is you are presented with cans uh, each with a unique design they kind of have a a little bio that describes first paragraph is like describes the origin of the of the flavor of soda and then second paragraph it sounds like you know like corporate history like yeah uh, yeah henry ford founded the company in 18 you know Uh whatever okay 1910 whatever Uh, (laughs) And then um, the uh, the second paragraph is like an online dating profile, but like yeah. eHarmony online dating profile. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, totally. Uh, Although and then, it, they weirdly they sound like um, I couldn't like quite place what this sounded like, but they sounded like it was a profile written by someone else. You know, like that's the the difference yeah. about eHarmony is people are selling themselves. This is you know it sounds like someone else is trying to get you to date this person. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we can get into all that uh, later. But then the actual like gameplay is basically it's kind of hard to describe, but you are trying to take pictures uh, or spritz the can with uh, <laughs> water, I mean, I water, I guess, just to, to make, make it look more glistening. And, yeah, uh, to make it look appealing. like a like a freshly dripping condensating can, you know, like when a soda's real cold and you pull it out, yeah. and it condensates, you're kind of creating that and then snapping pictures. But you're alternating this sort of semi rhythmically uh, in time with this uh, little meter uh, and you're, you're trying to do that uh, repeatedly in order without missing any uh, inputs to sort of uh, build up the anticipation and there are multiple ranks of how much uh like uh fizz i guess uh <laughs> you're building up inside the can and then i think you go for like 30 seconds and then the can erupts and depending on which uh what level you've gotten the can to you'll be given a, a score uh those are f through s kind of in sort of a 
classic like uh i don't know like action game thing where f mm-hmm. is when you do a really shitty job and s is you know the best uh and yeah you you go through a bunch of cans uh and each one has a different uh design and uh weird lore backstory and there are like there's like there, 30 there's of like them. 30 of them there are a lot yeah a uh, lot more than cans. i thought and uh maybe more than were necessary but we can get to that <laughs> although, in a minute you know i although i do tend yes i did i did lean also towards thinking there were a few too many but given the decision to add that many i was impressed at how uh unique and distinctive the character of all the cans were both at the level of like the flavor they came up with, the bullshit mm-hmm. origin story they wrote for them, mm-hmm. and also the visual design of the cans. Like uh-huh. they they do have a remarkable amount of character for you know literal yeah. cans. Yeah, and and the cans start out just being like you know here's a can that looks like knockoff Sprite, and then the next one looks a little bit different, and then they start having like accessories like they'll be wearing a little skirt. Or they'll have something that looks like an or earring. Or they'll be tied in, like, rope bondage. Yeah, yeah. Or they'll have, be wearing uh, fishnets. Or, uh, yes, you know, there, there's some really fun ones the as skirt you get one, deeper down the That was the, the one that she's from Japan, right? Uh... There was one that was like a maid outfit that I was like, my God. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if that was a Japan. I don't, I don't remember, uh, to be honest. There were, there were, there were multiple characters from Japan. Yes, there Uh, were. I like how you said characters, multiple cans. So that's, that's another voice. And in some of them, they say they don't just moan. They also say words. Yeah. One of those, one of those Japanese ones said a sentence. And oh, yes, dude. I do know what the sentence means. Ooh, Thank you for please asking. Please regale us. Uh, do I want, should I regale you right now? Sure. Send it. She, I mean, she literally just says, do you want to play? Uh, yeah. Basically. Wow. Yeah. Which I was that proud is... of myself. I could, I recognize what it says, except for the verb to play. I just didn't know what it was. I'm saying this. So I'm like, this can is asking me if I want to do something. The thing I'm not sure is <laughs> what it wants me to do. And, but luckily, <laughs> Googling uh, verbs is pretty easy. It's one of it's one of the things in Japanese you can uh, Google very easily. And, wait, wait, you, know. you were able to uh, like just en- like figure out say. how you would spell it in Japanese in order to Google it. Yeah, well, yeah, it's pretty easy. I mean, it's just a so oh, okay. you know, it's not it's not hard, huh. and you can type it out in you know Roman characters and stuff. Oh, sure, find sure. stuff. It's pretty easy. Well, good job. Look at you, Romaji, if you will. I will. Okay, great. <laughs> uh yeah so i mean that's the game i don't know i don't really know where to start because after once you know what the game is uh then it's you're just going through like 30 cans with uh different voices and there's a surprisingly elaborate lore i think that's really what the, is, the game is about yeah, is it, they sort yeah. of jokes about this uh this weird soda company called she's that's been around for you know what at least one of the dates was the 19th century so like yeah that's right 60 or something (laughs) yeah yeah there's basically some some i mean it's kind of i feel like a little bit of a reference to like coke where like the oldest one yeah you know the ingredients on the side of the can are like chloroform and stuff uh (laughs) and literally uh, cocaine yeah so it's so it's like uh kind of uh jokes about the weird long history of this company uh, you know, where they started making a cola and then you know, fell on hard times and got bought out by a Russian imitator brand 
that also then they're called she's but spelled yeah differently. she's but just spelled differently um <laughs> and then eventually the russian company is sort of running it into the ground and one of the family members of the original <laughs> uh brand sort of taking back control and sort of uh repairing the brand and and the game is sort of presented as being uh created by the the she's brand as a i mean i assume as some kind of promotional thing it's not exactly clear it's certainly not coherent (laughs) but um but yeah that's really what this game is about is like going through seeing all these uh silly cans and the uh, ridiculous flavors uh, that they purport to be the the visual design and then like the weird lore about who came up with the flavor at what point in the company's history and all this <laughs> stuff. Uh, and then there's the ending. We'll talk about the ending later, but it's something. It is really something. Uh, um, I get. I guess. Uh, yeah, my so first- let's uh, maybe talk about the mechanics first. Okay. Uh, just the so. Uh, as Blake already said, the the core thing is kind of um, it's almost I mean, it's not quite a rhythm game, but it has some similarities with it. And it's kind of like a timing based. Yeah, you're not challenge. You're not uh, doing it to music, but you are you're not uh, doing it to music. No, mm-hmm. um, but there is also the the scoring system. I associate it with Guitar Hero more than I do with uh, with action games. But yes, it's well, like Guitar Hero is F- like a star system, S- isn't it? One of them uses F through S. Is it Rock Band? That might be Rock, rock Band. band does. No, okay. I feel like they both use stars. Mm, not so sure about that. I'm not so sure either. I'm pretty. <laughs> I, I know for huh. a fact Rock Band uses stars. Maybe it's like an early uh, Guitar Hero game. I don't know though. Anyway, continue. I'm looking it up. <laughs> Damn it! It is star. It is star ratings in Guitar Hero Two. So my brains just uh, filled it in with nonsense. Um, uh-huh. but anyways, yeah, so the, um, yeah, it's a pretty simple mechanic. I will say that it, um, it, it's not the hardest in the world to game. Uh, so we were talking about this beforehand, but, um, we realized that because, so how the scoring works is it's like, if you don't miss any, then if you get 20, that's S and if you get 20 before the time uh runs out you can then just do nothing so like in one i got that with 10 seconds remaining so then i just literally you know yeah. let go of the mouse and uh so, because if you if you miss one you could derank yourself so so the just to be uh clear the i don't think you have you don't have to get 20 in a row necessarily no it's just but that I, you, all else being equal that's when you will get it if you get yeah. Because if you miss one, it'll reset your your in your a row combo, thing. Your multiplier, but it won't, yeah. It won't set you back to F. It'll set you back. Just I have one. Level, I never got right? a grasp of how many it is. It seemed like one I, or two, maybe three. Um, I think it's just one. I think it's more than that because there were definitely times when I was at like B, dropped to C, and it took hmm. more than one to get back up to B. I didn't really fail that much. Uh, I I will say my biggest critique of this game is that mechanically it's kind of just i mean after like five cans i was kind of like well i get this uh and there were a few that were there were a few that were uh harder toward the end just because the the timing the windows on the timing was short but it wasn't uh an an interesting challenge you know what i mean it was just like well (laughs) i messed up the timing 
And one thing I found really frustrating is especially on those later ones, it's like if you miss one, it's like you're you're not going to get it uh, because you have to build up so much that it's just not going to happen in the time that you have. It was kind of frustrating to like miss one. Wait, did you? Yeah, that's I mean, yeah, you wouldn't get to S, but I was fine with not getting S. You pass with a C. So I was like, whatever. (laughs) I got S on every can. (laughs) Really? I got S on probably 85 to 90 percent of them. But if I didn't get it, I was like, whatever, I'm moving on. Yeah, (laughs) my problem was it was easy enough to get S on most of them that I was like, well, I've got to get it on all of them. Oh, no, Uh, my my thing was it was easy enough to get S on all of them. So I'm just going to do that. Or the ones that I do. Yeah. I, for some reason, I was under the impression, uh, because the final can, uh, when you, when you first, uh, get into like the main page, uh, you know, you can see a big list of cans. You can only access the top one and you have to get, uh, you know, a certain score in each one to unlock the next one. So, uh, they all say play more to unlock, except for the last one. I forget what exactly what it says, but it says something like, please God, don't play this one or something. Uh, and so I thought, I thought that I was going to have to get an S on every uh, on every subsequent can in order to get to unlock the last one, which just isn't true. Uh, but I did wow. it anyway. So so you you didn't like the mechanic, but you went through and finished every one with a perfect yeah, well, score. Yeah, because like you said, Sounds it was like you like, liked it better than you thought, Blake. No, see, I, that's it's great that you bring that up because I was like, I'm totally pulling a Jordan where I, I'm doing something not necessarily because I enjoy it, but because I want to have supremacy. I want to be the best there oh, ever man. was. You know, that what I mean? is if that's pulling a Jordan, then man, I might need to do some soul searching. I mean, you do do that. And in you're most, right. You're in all right. score based games we play, you're like, yeah, I was getting really frustrated, but I wanted to make sure I had a better score than you. And I'm like, well, that's fine. I good had a good you, time. Jordan. I had a good time for 30 minutes and you had a bad time for an hour. So, you know, who's the real loser? Uh, all right. Well, this time the tables have turned. Uh-huh, um, it's true. I, Although I, I, I probably got a C on three of them and an A on two or three of them weirdly never a b like it's because if you get if you don't get it um if you miss like at a certain point in the the timer it's just very hard to to get back to the the top because one other kind of mechanic thing we haven't mentioned is that the speed that your meter or i don't know what to call it your like cursor i guess Uh uh, oscillates back and forth will increase as you uh build up interest with the uh uh, as you increase with arousal the, with the can. Yes, as you increase the can's arousal, but then if you miss a beat, uh, it'll reset, and then um, it's just harder to get points when it's moving slower because... Yeah, because uh, you can't hit the target area as, it, as easily. As frequently, yeah. As totally. quickly, yeah. So I found that I would either, you know, like miss one right at the end and then get an A, or I would miss one early and mm-hmm. get a C. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I think the thi- the thing with like the the gameplay is that it's not it's not really mechanically satisfying to me personally. I I just found it kind of like well, I the was... satisfaction's for the cans, not for you, my dude. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> call it what you want. I I just kind of found and it, for, also I I did find it uh, really hard. I mean, you had the the privilege of me having played it before you so i could just tell you how yes, it works that's true but uh i think th- that there's also a problem at that the first uh can the audio cue so basically each can has audio cue like a few different uh, little uh clips 
so that it's like when you when you hit the thing on time when you do the thing good then they go like uh oh uh, like a good pleasure sound and then yeah. uh when you hit it wrong they'll sort of go like oh or like uh uh-uh, or something like that but the first or can, if it's the gamer can they'll say get good oh really i don't think i missed any on that one because i never heard get good um but they uh i feel like the first one they picked the wrong one to be the first one because the sound of uh you fucked up is too similar to the sound of oh uh, yeah in retrospect i think that's right it was was, very indistinct it was really hard like i was uh, for for, you know a few minutes i was like how the fuck am i supposed to do this yeah uh to be clear you so you have like right click click left click or the is the only interaction you have to do but you have to do it in time and also the game will tell you which one you're supposed to be doing uh and it it uh, oscillates back and forth kind of randomly it's it's probably not random but uh you know it's sort of arbitrary so you'll have to hit like right click right click right click left click left click right click and you know right click takes a picture left click sprays the uh you know spritzes the liquid uh and if you do the wrong thing then it resets your combo either if you do the wrong thing either by missing uh you know when your cursor is on the the right spot or uh by doing the wrong action you know regardless of where the cursor is uh and yeah, it's so it's 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 kind of hard to wrap. It's not in super intuitive to wrap your head around, especially when yeah, that audio cue is just totally. like, wait, which which one is good and which one is bad? I ended up like getting good enough to pass basically by accident on the first level. And then it wasn't until a few levels after that. I was kind of like, oh, OK, I see yeah. what I'm supposed to be doing. I, and I then, even had an aha moment just of realizing that the the prompt telling you to click is always yeah. on the left side of the screen went to left kick, click on the right yeah. side of the screen. It's right. click. Once yeah. I realized that it became yeah much 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 yeah it's kind of like i didn't understand how to play the game and then once i understood it it was trivially trivially easy for most of the rest of the game you know what i mean yeah (laughs) totally yeah i I would tend to agree with that i would definitely not say that the the can arousal mechanic is the uh the strongest uh part of this game what Mm -hmm. i would say i was very impressed with this game is the the visual design of the cans i um Mm -hmm. i you know, you wouldn't think it is possible to create 30 different uh, can based characters that are mm-hmm. distinct uh, in like both their appearance and their, for lack of a better word, personality. Uh-huh. And yet you can. Yeah, uh-huh. I think I think first of all, uh, I'm going to agree that that's probably the best part of this game. Uh, I think the the like uh visual design of the cans themselves like the the cans are the as they are presented as you know a soda can uh from the menu are all really good uh they're distinct uh they're fun they convey different things about the soda there are a few different languages represented as sort of like you know they try to reach different markets or have partnerships with uh different companies mm-hmm. <laughs> um and those are all uh fun and then yeah secondarily they get a lot of uh good jokes out of like the weird accessories that the cans have on them uh maybe we can yeah, totally because they're, they're like, of they're like traditional sort of like you know kinky uh-huh. either like like uh like apparel that is uh amusingly associated with the like 
type of person that they're you know sure, supposed to be supposed like to be. Mm-hmm. you know like a uh, a cigarette or whatever uh for the dude that's like the the uh catch-up guy who's like likes his truck and he has yeah, a cigarette uh-huh. um, so they have stuff like that that's really good and then they also somehow manage to translate like sex things into <laughs> can form in a way that is yeah man what were, what were your favorites <laughs> you already mentioned the cigarette I, I loved the when the cigarette. can just had a cigarette, like a, a lit cigarette sitting at the top of it. It yeah. was pretty good. Um, um, I'm trying to remember. My other favorite was the 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 pasties. <laughs> that one I was like, incredible. wait, what? I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah, there's one that just has like two little round things oh, on no. it. But if you if you like watch the can spin around, they're sort of like in the position, like you know, they're oh, that's incredible. Three quarters of the or two thirds of the way up the can, and they're sort of like at the angle, and they you know look like <laughs> a thing that would go over nipples. Uh, I thought that was that oh, was my good. god. Uh-huh. I mean, I did think that the the ro- I don't know if like favorite is the word I would use, but I did uh-huh. think that the rope bondage ones there was something terribly brilliant about that. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> it's definitely funny. It's it's they do a really good job uh, of like I was uh, uncomfortable, but it was funny. Yeah, they do a really good job of like those visual gags playing because like the the concept of like a can wearing like a you know an outfit made entirely out of rope that would show you all the good bits. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, that's like an absurd concept and you're like, how would you even communicate that? But when, when you see it, you're like, Oh, you're like, yep, that's what that is. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah, it's, there's not really any ambiguity to what it is when you see it. You're kind of like, Oh, yep. That's, that's the thing um, that that is. Uh, something that kind of didn't really occur to me until you mentioned the pasties. And I've realized that I didn't notice that is mm-hmm. it's, one of the unfortunate things about the the mecha- the core mechanic of the game is it's hard to watch the cans at the same uh, time as you're playing the game. And so I do feel like the the strongest part of the game is uh you know you're not given the the freedom to, you know, appreciate all the, you know, every little crevice of these cans. Yeah, you can't uh, google the cans. You're, you're busy staring at the meter. Uh-huh. Um so yeah, I don't know what the the solution to that would be. I mean, maybe get rid of the time limit, or even just uh, you know, if there was an actual photography mechanic or something. I don't know, but yeah, I definitely did like the you know uh, appreciating the uh, the cans, and it's hard to pay attention to the actual game mechanic while you're doing that. Yeah, yeah, it definitely. There were a few that I opened up again just to like look at the can. Uh, to get a better look because like one of them is wearing like a one of those candy necklaces you know with, yeah like, those little you know segmented bits uh one of them's wearing a the gamer one is wearing like the kitty cat uh gaming headset with, <laughs> yeah like, you yeah know, that one was good cat ears. <laughs> i that did one, like I that one was pretty good the gamer was definitely one of the funnier ones yeah um, yeah it says gg when it uh has uh its moment of climax which is pretty funny uh voicing wise i thought the funniest one was the unimpressed russian woman who uh, said you were marginally better than her husband <laughs> yeah that one was that one was funny you know not not bad at all yeah i mean the, the game's got uh personality i you know i really just wish that <laughs> i wish it what i wasn't so bored of playing it uh that i was like you know basically just like slogging through to you know see where it was going because you can tell after a minute that like that last can something something's gonna yeah, be something's gonna happen upsetting yeah, totally. about it and yeah i will say they uh they maybe over delivered on how upsetting it is 
Uh, yeah, I guess we can talk about it. So basically, it turns out that uh, John Shees, the third mm-hmm. or whatever number we were mm-hmm. on, uh, he's been secretly siphoning money off of the uh, corporate budget in order to design this horrible can that is his attempt to reanimate his dead son. Yeah, there's uh, several references to like the tragic death of John She's the fourth, and I think I think it's uh, uh, implied that like the reason the She's company went to shit and had to be sold off of to the Russian is yeah. because like you know the tragic death of his son caused John She's the third to you know just neglect his business till it. But it had turns to be sold out off. he was just siphoning money to uh-huh. resurrect his his son and so the that can is this horrifying fleshy hairy pustulous can with a creepy ass eyeball coming out of the top that looks at you no that eyeball's on the uh, bottom what that eyeball's on the bottom you're right because that's where the little indent is on the can Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that was um that was messed up for sure yeah and also it's like father yeah, well, it's the basically the, the implication is that the soul of your son is trapped inside this inside disgusting can. flesh can. Yeah. So by making it have an orgasm, I guess you release the soul of your dead son. And But also, I think, it, doesn't it say that uh, John uh, She's the Third had to sacrifice himself in order to put get his soul's his son's soul inside of the can i feel like there was something i don't know if it literally said he had to kill himself but there was something or he had to like put his own soul into it or something i don't know of doing it i forget you know i definitely think the metaphysics of a can based (laughs) child reanimation were Uh not fully worked out but uh yeah (laughs) yeah it was i feel like it was a fittingly bizarre end uh, oh, yeah. It was gross to look at. I didn't like to look at it. It was not a pleasant time. There's also like very, very pube like hair on it. Uh, it's just not good. It's, it's yeah. not. I mean, I you guess know, it's I, the a weird, testament to the visual yeah. design that it, you know, it looks extremely unpleasant to behold. It weirdly felt like something out of Rick and Morty. Like, I feel like that. Oh, creepy, yeah, sure. P- pustulous thing with hairs yeah they like having like here's a pitiful disgusting monstrosity like the the episode when they uh the love potion goes wrong and he turns everyone into cronenbergs uh uh, felt like that yeah yeah i i can see that that comparison for sure uh so i wanted to ask you sort of switching gears do you think that the visual design and sort of like the the general concept of this game is a specific parody of like an actual soda brand, or you think it's a little bit more general? Well, I do think that the specific brand of she, like the, the font of she's looks just like Sprite. Uh Um, so I think that is supposed to be Sprite. I don't know if I would say, I don't know enough about the uh, marketing history of Sprite to say whether the, the kind of exaggerated, uh, glistening can aesthetic is, uh, is particularly associated with them rather than mm-hmm. just like soda companies in general, but maybe. Okay. Okay. So I, I had, I think the, the design of the, uh, the basic, uh, she's cola, I think, or she's, she's cola or whatever. It's not cola, I guess. She's just the default. She's definitely has Sprite vibes, but I, I think, okay, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Are you familiar with Shasta? 
Shasta Cola. Oh, interesting. I, I think I think that this is like pulling heavily on Shasta because Shasta is basically oh, like a like a sure. budget soda brand. So they yeah. they they basically have Shasta a Cola. soda for every every like name brand soda. They have a Mountain knockoff Rush. version. <laughs> yeah, they have Mountain Rush, Doctor Shasta, Shasta Cola is your fake Coke. Uh, Shasta Lemon Lime is your Sprite, or no Shasta Twist is what it's called. They and they just they have like a bunch of knockoff sodas and they have one zillion flavors of just weird like <laughs> Shasta California Dreamin', Shasta Raspberry Cream. You know they just have like a, yeah. So I mean, so looking at the can design for Shasta, right? Uh, I do I do see it now. I think the it's, logo feels more Sprite, but the can yeah. design does feel that's yeah. pretty Shasta. I, and I, I think the I think the like the one zillion flavors thing also feels very Shasta to me. Oh boy, Shasta Zazz. And I, th- I think that's I didn't fake Shasta fresca. also have a uh, sardine flavor? No, just kidding. I don't think Shasta did, but I did want to talk about a horrible sardine flavor. Of course, that wasn't a. You would be surprised how many fucked up flavors of soda there are. I forget where I saw this, but I have seen a video online of someone drinking ranch flavored soda. No, no, Uh no, no, no. no. And they like the the someone else in the video like just the smell of it made them sick. (laughs) You're right. Ranch dressing uh, soda, bacon soda. Oh no! Yeah, see, dude, they, uh, listen. Oh no! People are fucked up, and they're like, you know what would be fun? Making weird, you know. Oh no! Uh, I guess we haven't talked a lot about like the really weird soda flavors in the game, but there's like mustard, zesty ketchup, uh, beet, uh, <laughs> pineapple yeah. pizza. Yeah, the beet one had some nice. Uh, office references i don't know if you oh know. did it it was uh, that, that the, doesn't surprise the things me. it likes was a uh, beats bears battlestar galactica which uh, is what okay. jim says when he's making fun of uh dwight, dwight and- sure sure <laughs> as we all know uh i did want to ask you if you've ever had a particularly strange flavor of soda or if you've stayed pretty um, vanilla and you know i can't say that i have the most adventurous soda i've had is uh you know the original cane sugar version of sodas from mexico uh, wow <laughs> that's, those are that's, great that's pretty not adventurous they are the best versions of well uh, i, I the will sodas. tell you i don't drink soda is the issue so yeah uh, i mean i don't really either but as a as a child i had an experience with a in with indeed a shasta uh soda you want to guess what flavor that Shasta soda was? Um, I'm trying to think of something that's still like within the realm. Like, I don't think it's going to be as crazy as ranch or bacon. No, nope, I think it's it'll not. be pretty crazy. So let's think what would be in that category. Maybe uh-huh. it was like a, what's like a weird fruit. <laughs> like a pomegranate. No, it's, it's weirder than that. that Do you would, want that me to just tell you? Yeah, just tell me. I'll never uh, guess it. So, uh, as a child, uh, for there's, there was some time. No, no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna tell you, you just gotta let me get there. Okay. You gotta be patient. Right. I didn't know there was so much buildup. Well, the part (laughs) of the story is part of the tragedy of this is the, is the story around it, which is so, uh, one summer when I was like, I don't know, eight years old or something, we, uh, my sister and I got to go stay at grandma's house for like two weeks. So it's like, you know, Mom went, uh, dropped us off. She let my grandma lived the next state over. So it was close enough that like 
my mom could feasibly drive up, drop us off and drive back, leave us there for two weeks and then come get us in, you know, two more weeks. So it was like this fun thing. We're going to stay with grandma, do whatever. And grandma's like, you know what we got to get for the kids? Chocolate flavored Shasta Cola. Oh yeah, that is unfortunate. (laughs) And my, because my grandma knew I loved sweets. So she's like, oh, Blake, I got you this chocolate soda. And she's like, here, try it. So I drank it. I was like, mmm. And even (laughs) as a child, I was like, this shit is fucked up. (laughs) This is way too sweet. This is way too sweet. I do not want to drink this. But I was like, mmm, it's good. And then (laughs) my grandma bought more because she's like, oh, you're going to be here for two weeks and you like it. So I bought more. (laughs) So so I. Oh, was just finding uh, careful ways to dump out the chocolate soda that my grandma bought for me because that I didn't want her horrible. to feel bad. <laughs> I didn't want her to feel bad that I didn't like the chocolate well, that, soda. That's no- noble of you. Uh-huh. Okay, so I was curious, so I, I Googled it, and <laughs> the thing that comes up is Diet Shasta chocolate soda. Uh-huh. And it's like, what? It could have You're it, it, already it drinking diet. chocolate soda, like... Dude, it was not good. Oh. It was bad, bad. It was just like, it was just way too sweet, you know? It was just... Yeah, totally. It sounds it absolutely was, awful. I don't want it was, chocolate to be carbonated. That's not a thing. It was like that, root beer without that sort of like weird, earthy, vegetal flavor that makes it root beer, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a it sin was, against God, I would say. Yeah, it was not, it was not a good time. Dude. <laughs> Anyway, I, I figured what other time am I going to have the opportunity to <laughs> tell my chocolate soda story so. on air? Never. It will never <laughs> yeah. come up again. No. And I, I'm glad for that fact, you know, got it out of my system. <laughs> I'm, uh, glad, I'm glad you uh, you blessed us with this story. Yeah, I got finally got closure on this uh, <laughs> childhood. Tra- it wasn't even really trauma. It was mostly that I just didn't want my grandma to feel bad. <laughs> You know, <laughs> she was, she, you know, she was just trying to do something nice for her. And it was something nice. You know, was I was kind. the one that lied. If you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ashamed of you. Yeah. You know, it haunts me. I, I never <laughs> got to tell her before she, she moved on from this world. I never got to tell her that I lied about the chocolate soda. <laughs> wow. Oh, damn. Now it's sad. <laughs> yeah, it just is kidding. sad, isn't it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> all right. All right. Now, before, well, yeah, before, do you have anything else to say about only cans or just more? I, uh, I don't repressed think so. Trauma. I don't think uh, so. I think we got all of my. I'm checking over my notes. Oh, we, I didn't say anything about the music. I thought the music was fun. Uh, it, oh, at times, sure. yeah, it evokes like that. sort of porny music uh, effectively, and at other times, it's uh, just kind of like fun party-ish music, uh, and it works uh, basically uh, each time. And some of those were bops. So, just I did want to shout that out. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, there were some times when you wanted to, you know, you wished you were there with the can in person so you could party with them. Yeah, uh, you take know. a little bit more time with them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, if that's all we have about only cans, uh, mm-hmm. then we should go ahead and introduce the game for next week. So next week, we'll be playing a game called um div divar divar uh i don't really know how to pronounce it but it's by uh someone named abba games on github um so divar is a a kind of a arcadey game where you're trying to shoot these bombs that are falling but you shoot uh missiles that you can split 
uh, by hitting space. So it's a sort of interesting take on a familiar mechanic. So one uh, button game. It is a one button game. You don't move. You only uh, split your your missiles, but you can split them like over and over and over again, creating this like, you know, cascading pattern across the screen. It's very strange. So Mm -hmm. uh, we'll see. We'll see uh, what there is to say about that uh, next week. If you're interested in that episode, um, or getting a link to that game, you should follow us on Twitter at EdgeGuardCast. Uh, that's where we tweet out all the updates for the podcast, new episodes, uh, links to the games we play, uh, Twitter handles of those games creators if they have them. So um, make sure to follow us there if you're interested in being part of that conversation. We'd also love to hear from you if you have thoughts about the episode or a recommendation of a game you'd like us to check out. Um, uh, we'd definitely love to hear that. So hit us up uh, at EdgeGuardCast. Uh, We'll be playing Divar next week, and we'll talk to you then.